<laughs> yeah, I'm pressing. Yeah, I'm pressing now. Uh, yeah, real. And that's why. That's why you should know to hit it once we, once we, immediately nah, when we get. Because if on. I if I did that, we, it would be trifling. Like, and I can't edit the video, so I'll edit the audio for the pod. But the video is going out there. So if mm-hmm. we doing something crazy, it's out there, y'all. So mm-hmm. as y'all know, we back. It's community coalition. So we back in this thing. Cables and David Two K Yindi in here. Gang, gang, what's good? How are y'all doing? We are actually recording on this holiday, I guess I'll call it. I mean, nah, it's an, it's not a holiday. It's, it's a work holiday for most of us. You know, I give it that at least. It's it my scheduled day off, so. Dang, you can't even enjoy it for <laughs> nah, like it was an extra day. Nah, I'm working on something, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give society the satisfaction of me having a day off. I'm working on being black. So mm. that's what I'm saying. I mean, mm. like no, but like what you said, Dave. I think you use it to your advantage. Sometimes right. we have to. Like I think we have. We especially as black people, we have all mm-hmm. of these situations. We have all of these holidays. None of them pertain to us. Right. None of them are for us, right? But we got to mm-hmm. find ways to take advantage of them too. You know, right. so we may not celebrate it in the way everyone else does. You know, mm-hmm. I ain't out there with fireworks. No, I'm not doing all that. But nah. I'm gonna take advantage fireworks. of this. I know they shoot them out. And I can hear yeah. them in my neighborhood now. Yeah. Yep. Same here. My dog. It's like World War Three over here. Oh, oh yeah. I'm I'm sure your dog definitely got PTSD. Too. I had to put him in his fortress of solitude. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get him some. Um, Noise canceling earphones. He really like does have PTSD. I swear it was like he was in the war in his past life. Or from mm. the hood. As soon as he heard a pop, he is done. It's a hood dog. You're dog from the hood. That's all that is. Mm. But but yeah. So I yo, like, they sh- yo, that's a million dollar idea. Doggy headphones. It sounds good, but they have the hood. It like would never stay on. Happy hood that you mm. put on their heads. That. That's noise canceling. No. no they trying to look, that's somebody trying to look cute, torture their dog. You know, dog dogs be looking stressed in them outfits, y'all. Like mm-hmm. they be looking stressed in them little so stressed. And stuff. They oh, they look so every awesome. holiday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we gotta get into it. We'll do that all day, but we right. here. But I'm saying, like, I mean, we recording. Nah, you're right. <laughs> we recording on this, whatever you want to call it, but. You on know, this, on this bullshit ass holiday, yeah, America. But I definitely took advantage of it. I got sleep. I chilled. My phone didn't ring because the rest of them is celebrating it. So mm. I got a little break. Yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. Y'all want to go? Y'all want to go play over there? Go play over there. I'm good over here. You know, mm-hmm. for the least for the day. Mm-hmm. So I wish. I just wish that like we on the holiday, we, we still got some bullshit that needs to be discussed. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so we might not be on here too long today, but I think what you said, you because I hadn't seen that yet. I thought that was very interesting. I, don't, I stumbled across it on the TikTok. You know, I always get into TikTok beefs, and you know, you be coming. No, no. But whenever there's a TikTok beef, I always have to do my own research because I gotta see yeah. what everybody's talking about because I feel lost. And right. I just found it so funny that you know I stumbled across this one. Mm-hmm. So I'll be seeing them on Instagram all the time. So how about for the audience? Can you explain what you saw? 
<laughs> like it's like a um dateline interview. <laughs> um we have a, we have an expert we have an expert witness here. Oh, uh can you what? describe what you saw? Nah, it, it don't be that nice. He'd be like <laughs> in the wake of the overturning Roe versus Wade, mm-hmm. women, especially white women, have been in an uproar. So they have decided to use Tupac's Keep Your Head Up to be the song for the movement for feminism. Mm-hmm. So Black women are pissed. Black men are pissed because the song was not written for them. So as I was doing my research, I've seen Hispanic women say, not Black women gatekeeping again which I was crazy. I ran across a white woman who used the song and, you know, somebody came for her in the comments and she mm-hmm. was like, you know, clowning her. And I'm like, so now, not only did you steal a song that was not written for you, but you also disrespected a black woman, but you're using the song that is supposed to be about how we are disrespected. And you're doing exactly what, you know, the shit You're is right. out. So now the white women are like, oh, if Tupac was alive, he would be proud. Clearly, nah. you don't know Tupac nah. and what he stood for. Because if you did, you wouldn't have said it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is... I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I thought that's a terrible... First of all, that's a terrible statement to make. Exactly. Yeah, I got it. I was, look, it was a few of them. They were like, "Oh, if Tupac was alive today, he would be marching right with us. He would not. He would not be marching with y'all. Nah, clearly you not with y'all. People. At least you don't know Tupac's background. You don't know his history or where he came from. You don't know anything about his family, especially right. his aunt. Like you don't know what they represent. They would not be walking with you. Right. Like we're talking about the Tupac that." pistol whipped some cops because they were drunk messing with some kid. Um, this goes deep, right? Yeah. I think this goes way beyond the song. I think this goes back to the roots of black creativity and always being taken away from us. Trying to like, be, try, like white people literally Columbusing. Yeah, or like I'm a Star Trek fan, we call them the Borg. They just take and assimilate everything. Mm. Like, they just take, 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 take. And, and this actually, and this would have, okay. This could have been done, uh, actually, a, a way to acknowledge Black people and the struggle. You you, you would have been able, like, no Black person would have had a real issue if you just used the song, credited Tupac, acknowledge where the roots of the song came from. Mm-hmm. Give credit where credit is due. Show acknowledgement, right? Wouldn't have been an issue, no one would have batted an eye, right? The fact that they just straight got defensive and just straight like went left, bashed it, you know, and then talk gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, <laughs> well, there were some people who did pay credit and yeah. said, you know, gave a little history, but mm-hmm. but you know, people were still pissed, they were like, no, because to be honest with you, you it's like the song they, the, they're using this song. But it's it's not about what they think it's about. Right. Like, it's not about they're taking the lyrics like um, how we rape our women 
they basically tell us how to i can't remember the lyrics verbatim it's been a long mm-hmm. time but you know this this was my go-to song always when i right. did men about things i would always reference this song but it's not he's not rapping about what they think he's rapping about yeah, he's right. rapping about how black women are disrespected mm-hmm. by the black yeah, men yeah i got so, the lyrics right here yeah yep i do too it's just wild to me how they really are sitting up here like, well, this song is for us. I mean, they could use I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. Right. That is a perfect feminist song. Right. Or something, or that one song by Katy, Her- Katy Perry. Well, like I said, I, I didn't... <laughs> I don't know. Like It's a different one, but I don't... I don't I, like I said, my, my issue is not the usage of the song. It's the... It's the it's how again black people are treated in this process. It's the audacity. The, yeah. My issue is the usage of the song. Absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's the issue that they took the song and they used it. I don't even care if they did acknowledge. You still shouldn't use the song. Right. I don't well, think you should be. They're using it because they, like you said, they have no idea what this song is about. So someone probably played a song for one of them. They heard mm-hmm. that piece, and they ran with that piece. I know it, it, it's it's. I'm gonna read it. Got our name from a woman and our game from a woman. I want. I wonder why we take from our women. Why do we rape our, our women? women? Do we hate our women? That's hey. that because that that those bars are used. Right, black people have been using them for for since the song has come out. That's the most popular part of the song. Decades. So somebody heard that, like, but did, so again, you can't take a piece of something without knowing the full context and then when you're educated on the context you're educated on the song Mm -hmm. like i said this could have easily been done like oh okay cool apologize you know we like the song no but to come back with defense to come back with straight hate straight anger like you said the audacity that's the issue here yeah and like i said that's time and time again that always (laughs) happens and then they throw words out there like your gatekeeper. How do we gatekeep something that's ours? One. Exactly. Mm. It's the same thing with hairstyle. They always say we're gatekeeping hairstyles, but we are really the only ones who have texture like our hair. Mm-hmm. These hairstyles are created for our hair. So Talk why do it. we get mad when hairstyles don't work for them, like braids or weaves or dreads? Mm-hmm. Like you're taking what's ours and then they try to say, oh, well, you want to be like us because you straighten our hair, your hair like us and you wear long hair. Black women have long, beautiful hair, too, that is straight. Some mm-hmm. of us not all have the kinky, curly hair. Some of us have different textures. Like, right, I right. just think that's crazy to me. And it's not the, you know, it's not the first time I've seen a TikTok beef. The last one was the song Strange Fruit. So I guess mm. I and another rapper sample Strange Fruit. So uh, I need to smoke, like, right? No, no, no. Oh, no. I'm going to get in trouble that for that. Strange Fruit is by, oh my God. Oh, no. What's her name? Looking it up. Damn it. Oh, I because uh what's her it was a whole big thing because it was her versus the United States because they didn't want her to sing that song anymore. Billy Holiday. Is it Billy Holiday? I Billie think Holiday, so yeah. because yeah. uh or Nina. I mean because that it was a Hulu yeah. uh right. name played her on Andre Day. Yeah, love her. Absolutely love so her. They they have said, Can you please stop using the song? And they're like, Oh, it's just a song that was sampled, but you don't understand 
where the song came from. You like right. take away from the music is about well, basically what blacks hanging, basically mm-hmm. the hanging of blacks. Right. And they just take the song and you see a bunch of white people dancing to it, like it's embarrassing. That's not what this is for. Like no. you gotta especially with music, like we we always say that like oh there's this inter- interpretation oh there's this interpretation but like there are certain there are definitely certain songs that are that aren't up for interpretation like Tupac's music Tupac talks about like he literally talks about racism and he talks about like how people are being struck down because of what they believe in mm-hmm yeah and now you want to take this song and you want to not only are you misinterpreting it you're trying to use it you're taking it and using it for your own agenda that doesn't align with what that person believed in because they feel like the message she's they're like and, and just by the way that they're using it they feel like tupac wrote this about women's rights being taken away but it it, it was it's very like you said it's, it's much deeper than that because he talked about black poverty he also mentioned mm-hmm. the young lady who was killed right you know, like it's just it's and he much- talks about his own mom like Pause. hold on tupac tells you exactly who the song is for at the beginning of the in song. In the beginning. And that's what mm. a lot of the black women are saying on TikTok. Like, but they they and he even in the first in the first Threw of all, something the for my godson Elijah and a little and girl, little girl named Curran. That's salt and pepper's daughter. Yes. Salt's daughter. So he mm. wrote that because he was inspired by salt. Yeah. But also the album is called Strictly for My Niggas. Mm. <laughs> And in the first, mm. first, he says, the black of the berry is the sweet the of the sweet juice. Of the, juice. <laughs> the darker the flesh, the deeper the roots. Mm-hmm. I got to give a holler to my sisters on welfare. Tupac cares and nobody else care. So, so, this is like, we can't have and I'm, nothing. I'm so convinced that where any of those other parts in the TikTok... No, and that's what they're like. Oh, if you're gonna use the song, use the whole song. No, use the whole right. song. But it was only the one part where he talks about again. I can't remember the lyrics by heart, but y'all got it. But, why yeah, we rape our women? Why we take from our women? Right. Like, yeah, when so we no, got a game here, from women. Here's like, why. Like, the song is a catalyst. Like I, said, I keep, I keep saying this is a bigger picture here. Mm-hmm. This is what constantly happens to us in our creativity. I say it again. Absolutely. I'm tell you the flip side of it, right? Song like this gets used out of context. We get no credit over gatekeeping, blah, blah, blah. Right. There's a reason. But hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. My bad. The issue here is when they gatekeep theirs, Mm. for example, this made me think about, it's a different concept, but it goes back to gatekeeping. Little Nas X. Mm -hmm. Country music song, right? Try to break into country music. Yeah, and they weren't. They would not let him. They weren't. And, and, they and we, we are a big country western. Yep. Oh, cosplay too. They try to gatekeep cosplay, yes. and if we be honest, anime characters are Japanese, not even white. So the fact that mm-hmm. you're trying to gatekeep cosplay and say that mm-hmm. they're white characters, but they're not. They're Japanese. They're not white. Right. The fact that we had to have our own con, con um, con blur con DC here. Yep. That happened mm-hmm. this weekend. Shout out mm-hmm. to them. But like, so, Shout out to Blurcon. 
So when we try to break in and get a little piece, a little crumb, mm-hmm. they'll shut us down entirely, right? Right. Like, and then on top of that, you weren't the, you weren't even the people that made this. How are you gatekeeping something that you know nothing about? But, but this is my point. They really didn't create a lot of this. They take it, they bully it, and then they try to manipulate it to make it seem like it was there. You shot right. it at BlurCon. <laughs> this very same thing happened at BlurCon. Yep. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, So they always try to bully us out of stuff. Mm-hmm. This, this is a constant thing. Constant thing. And right. we'll never get credit for anything. That's why I'm saying like, the song is a piece of this. But it's, this goes back to that mentality of we're just going to bully you out of it. Right. We're just going to take it. We're going we're gonna to use it however we want to use it. And no. And, and the problem here is, and I know if you're watching this, people might watch me listening like, oh, this is not a big deal. It actually is a big deal for Black culture. It's a big deal Absolutely. for Black artistry. Because what happens is our art gets lost and diluted over time. Mm-hmm. When you start taking away the meaning from some of this stuff, or when you start flipping it around, and you don't, because you can't tell me, they don't care to be educated. It's not right. that they weren't told. They know good and damn well what they're doing. Right. They don't care. Yeah, for our education on this, they don't care for our interpretation on this. They don't care to give us credit for it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna use it however they see fit. And as time goes on, the generations goes on, this song becomes a song that takes away the original root of black women right. talking about black women being for black women, an empowering song. And now you take it for a whole totally different meaning. That is a big deal when we start talking about generations down the road. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can't deny that. That's why this is a big deal, y'all. Like right. you see this happen over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And Especially, let me. Oh, sorry, oh, Matt, go ahead. I was going to say, let me read another part of this. I, th- I think it's time that we kill for our women. Time we heal our women. Time to heal our women. Be real to our women. And if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. Like you got to. <laughs> Sorry, now, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say this about every time somebody try to talk to me about when black men treat women so I always always put the reference that song like mm-hmm. <laughs> Tupac said this was gonna happen. Right. Yeah. And it's st- the fact that it's like it's just still relevant to this day. It it first of all, it says it says a lot about what's going on now and also it tells you that their job wasn't able to be done in their lifetime, which is, which is really sad, but also the magnitude of how bad it is right now is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing this now and, the feminist marches, they're going to be playing this song. And it's funny because a lot of people will debate that femin- the feminist movement wasn't even started for Black women. Right. It, was, it wasn't. Even but you know what? They Not only that, they were excluded actively. Now, my, my thing is, yo, if you play this song, you better play the entire song. Mm-hmm. One. Two. Do not censor it. Right. Play the whole song. Mm-hmm. And then see what you're really listening to. Right. Like, that's my thing. Don't just play a caption from me. Don't just play those couple bars. Nah. Go ahead and hit that, hit that whole line. 
Right. Like, like start from the beginning, you mm. know, and, and let them really digest it then. Right. Like, that's my thing. If you're going to play the whole song, play the whole song then. Mm-hmm. Play I would, the whole I would, song. No, no, because if you really want to get that deep, Pull out Tupac catalog. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and play some other Tupac Ooh. songs. Talking about he would be proud, he would be with us. Nah, but also, not only that, do your research because Tupac was an activist. Right. His whole family is activist. Absolutely. But, that, but that's what he's, I'm saying. He's literally the son of uh, Black Panthers. They, mm-hmm. yeah. His aunt is like over in Cuba. Right. Joe Wayne Chesamar. And I know that because my mom forced me to read her book when I was in um, elementary school for my uh, book report. Right. And in that same vein, why is that taught in school? You know why? I mean, we well, know why. I know why they won't teach us about Joanne Chesamar when I was in school because she killed a state trooper and right. flee the country. So yeah. they would yeah, never yeah. teach about her. But that if they if they did the research and she left because racism was such a big issue mm-hmm. here, she left for that. So the fact that the white women would sit up there on TikTok and be like, "Oh, Tupac would be so proud." No, he would not be proud that y'all are using this song. They have, no they have no idea who Tupac really is. He'll, he'll send you a cease and desist. Oh, pull up on it. He'll. You know what? Knowing to knowing like Tupac's music. He would pull up to whatever rally was First happening. All, if Tupac was alive today in social media era, yeah, uh, would be a menace, like straight up, like mm-hmm. an absolute menace. That's true, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, and it, it, so again, but also, happen. I know he'd pull up to like some of these and be like, "Hey, yo, stop playing my song." Like y'all yeah. don't y'all don't very, y'all don't understand what's going on right now. He was very vocal about police brutality. So absolutely, oh, man. And they chose they cho- oh this would annoy me. This is probably his mildest song. They really mm. chose his mild song. Like this is a it's a great song. It is. Keep your head up, man. But it's, just, but, it's a classic. But, but but when it comes to Tupac, mm-hmm. like it's very. It's not vulgar at all. You know, it's not right. like, like, it's not yeah, like, that's not like hit him up. That's true. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> they should start. Oh, man. Can you imagine no, 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 if they but start playing? Like, but that's that. what I'm saying. Like, if they really, I think, I think eventually they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. Oh, absolutely. And, and that this is going to blow up in their face. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, because it's, it's, it's typical. They never see that they did anything wrong. And I'm sorry. To me personally, I feel like I don't even care if you're saying, you know, this song was written for black women. Don't use the song, period. Right. No, usually this stuff don't really affect me this way. But I was mad. I was like, no, hell no. This is not for you. This is not for you. This is for us. This is not for you. Also, this is what I... Yeah. Also, this is what I... This is honestly part of the whole reason I didn't want to get on TikTok because there's a whole shit ton of this just on TikTok. And I was just like, I mean, I, I mean it's on all social medias, but at the same time, like I, you, you actively see it and it just makes you, it made me angry. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dances. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, and like you said, it goes back to credit. Like, 
credit is simple. I can but, say, oh, Kenny, Kenny is the one that started this show. Like, can you imagine if I, if like down the line, I, if in like a couple of years, if I like left Maryland and I started like, I started doing like meetups and I was like, yeah, so my show, the show that I started by myself, Community Coalition Show, like you, I know that you would be angry about that. I know you would be angry about that. Dude, and, I would do you no one can. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, but, but like, this is here, so. That's, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, you need to give credit where credit is due. And if you don't, it's, you, there's a reason that you're like, you're actively not doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this. It's 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 the history stuff. It's the history part for me, right? Like, you know what? This is yesterday. I was actually watching a little something something on songs, right? Mm-hmm. YMCA by the Village People came on. Mm. That is a classic example of people taking a song, they have no idea what it's about, and running with it. Mm. That song YMCA was really about especially in the 70s at a time where, people, where it was be a gay man being taboo. Mm-hmm. The actual YMCA, they would, gay men would go to the YMCA to hang out. Mm-hmm. It was like the unspoken hangout spot, the little, you know, like right. the down low spot. Mm-hmm. They took that song. It was a y- safe space for them. The YMCA. Think mm-hmm. about what the YMCA, the, people don't know the YMCA stands for Young Men's Christian Association. <laughs> Which again, talk about Christian Association in the seventies would not promote gay men right. at all. They took the song because it had their name in it. They thought, and that was their theme. That's their anthem. Right. Having not really an idea what that song was really about, blew the song up. The song was really an anthem for gay men. Oh, mm. I got one better for you. And this mm. also involves black people, mainly black people. Olivia by the whispers. Yep. <laughs> talking about singing. Men was talking about how they used to sing this to their girl to woo them. Talking about a young prostitute. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but they sing that song every day. <laughs> you said you said Bolivia by no, Olivia. Olivia. My yeah. bad. By the whispers. Yep. Olivia by the whispers. And then you listen to the lyrics like, why are people singing this as a love song? This is not a love song. <laughs> every every step you take, the joint sting sings. That song was that song is really about stalking a woman. Mm. And this is what I'm saying. Like, so go ahead, keep playing with Tupac. Keep playing with Tupac. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all just oh, it's... whoa. <sighs> we just whoa. can't have nothing. We just can't have nothing. That's that's Are the you thing. That up the lyrics. <laughs> I'm look. I am looking up the lyrics. Think, is it called Olivia Lost and Turned Out? It's both. Okay. okay. Okay, yeah, which means you know, yo, like so. And I mean, people were talking about how they used to sing this song to their girl when they slow dance. Like, this is not a love song. <laughs> let me let me read this one line. What will your kin folks say, Olivia, the slave? Damn, you're singing you're singing that to your girl. Back in them days, it probably was, yeah, yeah, but like. This is ah, so like man. this is what they do. And they just take stuff and just run with it. Mm. But then here's the problem. But this is my problem because the truth takes so long to get exposed. 
Like, well, I think also when we try to educate them, they silence us because it's like right. the hairstyles. When when people educate them on cornrows or right. threads, they try Box. to silence us. And it's right. just a hairstyle. It's not just a hairstyle. And that's why you shouldn't rock these hairstyles because right. they're not just a hairstyle. That's oh. just like when they put on the Native American clothes mm-hmm. and they just walk around and do things and they're like, well, it's just an outfit, but it's not just an outfit. It right. means a lot to Native Americans. It means a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's a part of their culture and mm-hmm. you're literally shitting on their culture. It's yeah. Cinco de Mayo. And they're like, oh, it's just another day. But no. Cinco de Mayo means something to Mexicans. Right. And actually, we bloat it out to where if you go go back to the roots of Cinco de Mayo, again, that's another mm. one to play. It's not really their, they don't celebrate it like the Americans do. Right. It doesn't, it, people don't even know what it is. Like, I'm not going to go to the details of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, for example, you're talking about the hair. Ed- educate yourself. What do they call? I just I just heard this a couple weeks ago. Box braids or what is it? No, like um braids. They call it something else now. Remember, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. My, my, we my were, we chair. were, uh, and they they were calling the hairstyle a totally different name. Uh, and even my wife was like, What are y'all talking about? And apparently it was like braids. Mm-mm. And they called, they have a whole new name for it. And my wife was sitting there like, what are y'all talking about? What? Like, they're like, oh, this is braids. What? Y'all took a whole, some, a concept that was already there, mm-hmm. called it something completely different. And now y'all got, y'all act like y'all invented it. Right. Like. Some of you do white girls when I went to school, when I was in elementary school, oh, they used to take their little ashy behinds to Aruba and the Bahamas and they would come back with the cornrows with bees and be like, look, my hair yeah. is just like yours. Oh, that used to irk my soul. Mm-hmm. But they don't think they don't think that what they're doing is offensive. Right. You know, they and then when you try to educate them and you tell them about it, they're like, well, I didn't know. Well, we tried to tell you, you didn't want to listen. Yeah. It's the same thing with box braids. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, Oh, you guys are just trying to gatekeep the hairstyle, but then two days later their hair is falling out. Mm-hmm. It's not for you. It's not right. for your texture. And that's why that's why one of my favorite gifts is Kev on stage when he says it's for black people anyway. That's one of my favorite gifts. <laughs> and it's so like the amount of things on the internet that it's just relevant to is insane. Yeah. They always say that we we try to gatekeep things, but listen, where did it start? Conversation so many times about putting a patent on blackness. I promise you, if we did, we there's so there's so much that they've been inspired by, and it's not even Mm -hmm. only white people. It's all different races have been inspired by things. Like if you think about reggaeton, Mm -hmm. yeah. Come on now. It's an inspira- inspiration from reggae music. Mm-hmm. Afro beats. Yeah, bro. Sorry, y'all, y'all got me. And they don't give us our credit. And yeah. we don't demand our credit because some of us will say, oh, it's, it's not that deep. It's not that. But it is that uh, deep. It is. Maybe not only is it that deep, deep, it's deeper. 
Exactly. It is, it is that deep. Sorry, y'all. I get offended. I do get offended when I see white people were dressed. Absolutely. Because you yeah. don't understand the reason for it. I definitely get offended when I see white women with extension braids in their hair. Like, why? Yeah. I definitely get offended by it. Yeah. And it's really like I think I told you guys this. There was a there was a <laughs> there was like a kid that was like that kid was like that kid had to be like 10 or 12 this kid had dreads and i like i saw like i saw him sometimes whenever he passed my school and every time i just i saw him i was just like yo who first of all who did that to you and second second of all why is your hair like this? You know what I think it is? You know, sometimes white people don't want to do their hair. I just think it got matted, so they just push it off as drag. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think it is. So, so but I, I saw a white girl in the mall a few years ago. She was dating a black man, and she really had on a t-shirt that says African Queen and earrings with her hair wrapped. It said African Queen. I was heated. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Somebody snatch and drag this hoe. Right. I was about to say somebody should grab her and do okay. things. But so, allegedly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, like <laughs> to give a little bit more education to this, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I was looking for like earlier. So, classic example, what we're talking about. Here's a real, here's a real world example. Dutch braids. Oh, that's what problem. Dutch braids. This is what we went through. We actually went through that. We experienced this. They were talking about these Dutch things. Dutch. Dutch. We were like, what is Dutch? Dutch braids. If you Google it, they're they're pretty much um like cornrows. No. Give me so I'm gonna need I'm gonna need which originated in Africa. But but again, think about this. No, no, this this African women used to tie their hair into various kinds of braids to protect them from damage caused by the sun. Mm-hmm. That is history, right? Absolutely. So there's a root, there's a real root for this. But my thing is I'm not getting what you're getting for Dutch braids. What are you looking up? I did Dutch braids and I'm getting French braids. Mm. Which is kind of the same thing, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, but it's. I, thought it was I think one like, one like is one is single, one is two going down. Boxer braids. I think that's what it was called. But, but here's the problem. She did that. They already have a name. They had a name. Mm-hmm. But that this Dutch French. Why do you think that's used to soften it up for the white people? Back right. To make it more acceptable, it sounds better for them. Mm-hmm. when they call it that so i was thinking like this is crazy think about that like we just that is that is theft we'll take from you repackage it up and roll it out so our people are okay with this name right that's what that was like the problem i have is that our people are okay with it that's the that is I, so i don't think that it's that we're okay with it i think it's that we're tired of fighting because this happens so freaking yeah. often I think it's a combination of things. I think I mean, there's a lot of black people who don't educate themselves in these things. One, right? 
I think there are a lot that are tired, you know. Um, but then it also, like, for change to happen, you have to have both sides want to change. Right. So, unfortunately, in this situation, Black people want change. White people could care less. Mm-hmm. So it's like we arguing with them, we arguing with them, they could care less. Right. So it's, it's literally talking to a wall. So it's like, yeah, choose violence. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, the more every every week that goes by, I'm actually leaning more and more in favor of like violence. We, no, we're going about our <laughs> damn business. That oh. sounds about to be like um Asada, I'm out of here. She left. I'm leaving this. Right. right. She dipped off to Cuba. She mm-hmm. didn't my ass right in Cuba. Right. Somewhere. Somewhere I'm, I'm, really, I'm really more in favor of like, we go do our thing. Yeah. And I, and, and that, that's the hard part because like, I, I don't want to be too deep because I didn't want to be here too long tonight. But like. Right. But also like what you're saying is even when we're trying to do our own thing, white people are always like, hey, what y'all doing over here? White yes. people, white people, in right. Yes, like I think I say this all the time. You never see a group of black people looking over there, like what y'all doing over there. Nah. And, like, and when we do, when we do, like when black people do, when we go to like a Mexican party, <laughs> they put on suavemente. We get on that floor. We always give credit where credit is due. The same right. thing way when we do the little Bollywood dance. We mm-hmm. always give credit where credit is due. We never right. steal it and try to say it's ours. Right. No. That's that's the difference. That's the difference. Like we can go mutually respect, honor, celebrate. And then we done, we going back over in our business, you know? Right. Like, and I think I'm starting to maybe the reason that we are able to do that is because we really have a culture. White and we've said to. we've said we've said this before. White people don't have a culture. They do not have culture. They do and not have a culture vulture. So maybe right. And if they do have culture, it's pillaging, it's rape. Uh, rape. It's, yeah, it's, it's taking. Uh, it's assembly. It's stealing. It's, it's, stealing. it's, li- it's stealing. Yeah. It's literally stealing. That is their culture to steal and, and take it and then repackage it for themselves. Like literally. Right. Like. So there's a reason why they always have to look for everyone else's culture. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing when you ever see the white women on TikTok who, let's say, they date a black man or grew up in the hood. They have to act a certain way. Like you just can't be regular. Don't and- do it. <laughs> don't do it. You ever see the women on TikTok who I, I don't I, and then they I, try to act black? Like you know what the sad thing is? I don't have to look on TikTok. I grew up around it. Oh, true. I used to get <laughs> I used to get that. Can you teach me how to talk black? The fuck does that even mean? Yo, can you can you teach me how to, to ask. Can you teach me how to do this dance? It's not even just the women, though. We see it in we see it in all of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we see. You know what's even worse than TikTok? Go back to Vine, and like it's like it's arguably worse on there because I ain't around no more TikTok. 
No, but go back to divine videos. No, but but literally, like they were like in addition to like all the fuck shit that was going on on there, they were playing the black creators less. Oh, they still do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these, a lot of these, don't even get credit at all. Right. Sad thing is, Tupac didn't get right. Does this state get any credit from any of this? Like, right. Like, are you paying his family? All this publicity. All this, all this press, all this usage, he ain't probably get. They ain't his. They didn't get nothing, right? But like, like I said, this goes beyond social media. Mm-hmm. Walk the streets. Yeah. Walk the streets. I, 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 I can go downtown DC right now. Mm-hmm. You start talking about gentrification and all that stuff. Sheesh. Yeah. Like, like they just have to be at where we at. They gotta be around. Like. And this, you know what the sad thing is? They all they're they're looking at us like for what to do next when they don't have to do that when they when they're they're already the sad thing is they're ahead of us in so many other things. No, I'm not but gonna they, say that. Ooh, okay. I will say they hold the cards. Okay, I will say they wield the power, not ahead. Mm. There's a difference there. Okay, okay. So like, I see what you're saying. So you see, see what I'm saying? saying? Like, so like, what they do is, like I said, they wait for us to move, take that, and then they throw it back over here. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. And it, starts, and it starts to thrive more over there. Well, because when you got the resources to make it happen, mm-hmm. when, when you got the, like I said, when you, got the, when you got the resources, when you have the power to make stuff pop, mm-hmm. for real, like, then it pops. Yeah. Right. But when you got black creatives over here that just starving to get anything out, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- look at our look at our industries. Look at the music. We talk about this all the time. The music industry, David. Mm-hmm. What is the music industry? Music industry is rape culture. Literally, what rape culture? Because Literally. you t- in business form. You you grab somebody. You say, "Hey, I'm going to give you this amount of money," and you you put out this amount of this amount of music and we'll pay you for it no i'm gonna make all this money off of you and i'm gonna give you crumbs for what you made right but I i'm gonna keep damn thing. You, you, and you not only this, that i'm gonna make all i'm gonna take what you made make all this money over you and i'm gonna give you a little bit of from what you made right and not only that i'm going to own everything that you're doing that's what people don't the, either for the rest of your career yeah i'm going to own everything you do we look at we look at that look at sports Sports is the same thing. Right. Y'all don't get fooled by these, these NBA contracts. Okay, we'll give you 200 million. We made 20 billion off of you. Right. So that little 200 we, we gave you, it looks like a large amount, but we've made 10 times more than that off of you. Right. Like, don't be fooled by these. We think people get money. They're making exponentially way more money off of the talent that's on the field or the court. Right. That's rape culture. That's right, culture. We're, we're milking you dry. Mm-hmm. NFL for years didn't even want to give out life health insurance to people who were retired, to athletes who right. are retired. We made all of this money off of you. We literally sucked your body dry, mm-hmm. and we just send you out to pasture. Here, go take that. You good? Right. While we continue to make money off your name and likeness. Right. Mind you, the retired players, you can still see their pictures and stuff everywhere. You still go to the Hall of Fame, see their bus and stuff like that. A lot of them dudes right. can't even get light health insurance. Right. They can't even have surgeries after their usage. 
Mm-hmm. We raped your body for years and years, and we send you on your way. We still making money off you till this day. You have mm-hmm. sensitive times now when you keep saying the word rape. You know, no, no, I'm calling call it a trigger warning. I'm calling it what it is. Right. It should be a trigger warning. It is it a should. business form of it. It right. may not be the, with the traditional standpoint of what we look at. It's the business form. Mm-hmm. I'm taking something from you. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, it looks like the business models just go back to what we're talking about again and again and again. Right. It's using but part of that. Yep. Part of yep. that, though. You, the people who are signing these contracts, they have to take some type of account because they're the ones who are not reading. For well, think about it. I mean, you right? Are but also, you have to th- you have to remember, like, if I'm down bad and someone dangles a million dollars in front of me, I have to take that because I. Ooh, sorry, because I need something so that I can eat tomorrow. Yeah, but it's also like like that's taking advantage of my situation. Yeah, but there's no, there's very few alternatives even at that level. Exactly, when you're talking about now that you're the cream of the crop. You're the one percent of what you do in the world, mm-hmm. and the structure that's designed is designed the same way. So let's like I said, this week we saw guys two hundred million dollar contracts in NBA, right? Which is great. It's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But the system is designed that they're still getting if 1% of everything is coming out still, you know? Right. So it's like the system is not... Now, you you do have outliers every now and then. You got guys like LeBron who have been able to push past that mm-hmm. and create their own space, and now they can own and stuff like that. Right. But he's you got to think about... Yeah. He's one. So, like, it's possible, but, like, like I said, when you they hold all the cards. Think mm-hmm. about the work system. We talk about the, the work system in this country. Mm-hmm. Corporation makes all the company makes all this money. The employees get a crumb. Right. And not only that, we're taught to be employees. We're not taught to be CEOs or owners or creators. We're taught to be like, go like, think about it in school. Like, what what were we taught all day? Yeah. We're taught to write on paper and then turn it in. What do they do at work? But that's the thing. So it's like, most people don't even know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. So, like, we go back to the music industry, for example. We see artists, they come in, and it's not until, like, a couple years in, contract, they're like, oh, wait, wait, nah, nah, nah. There's some bull. Now they fight. Mm-hmm. That was, like, a big thing where, like, artists were going on tour, and they were making all this money, but they weren't. Their albums weren't selling, but the tour, that's yeah, where right. they get their money from. Mm-hmm. So it's like, And guess, and guess what? It. A lot of a lot of the label, a lot of the labels out there, they they'll take like ninety percent of that. Right, because they'll say, "Oh, it goes towards this and this and this." So it's like, and not only that, hey, you still owe us money. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, but this doesn't they, count. <laughs> and then we talk about that too. Okay, go get a lawyer. They get a lawyer. The lawyer's already in bed with the record label. Mm-hmm. Your lawyer is not bigger than their lawyer, so your lawyer loses. Right. You know, so it's like even when you try it, it's like it's it's literally you're in a maze and you're just running the maze all day. Right. You know, and so again, all that to say, I know that was long with it, but to go back to what we're talking about with this concept, the creativity part, mm-hmm. how black people really struggle in these situations because we don't hold the cards for the resources, we don't hold the cards at the end of the maze. Right. So we get songs like this and 
you know, start patenting things. Right. That's what we have to. We have to. But even in this situation, like and now we got these loopholes of social media. Mm-hmm. Before social media, you would have had to get some approval for this. Mm-hmm. Before TikTok, you know, to use a song like this, you would have had to get some approval for this. Well, I know on Instagram, they for dang sure don't let you use nothing unless you say, uh, I, this is not my song or some stupid stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you have to, you actively have, it's also on YouTube because you have to actively say, hey, I don't own this. This is purely for entertainment purposes. And uh, I just did this for my own enjoyment. Yeah. But guess who the record companies like? TikTok for that reason. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's, it's, it's the sales. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you gonna play the song? Y'all, y'all gonna play the song? Y'all gonna run this song? Who gets the yeah, kickback? Who gets the kickback? Y'all don't watch Stranger Things. You probably don't know. <laughs> but probably like, not. Sorry. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, this is a big deal, y'all. We, if we don't speak up on these things, nothing we, changes. We eventually lose. Right. right here. We lose. Tupac loses. Mm-hmm. Our culture takes an L, y'all. It really does. Black women yeah. lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because again, when we need, we need motivators mm-hmm. in our culture. We fighting so much. We need things that we can draw to, and that's what our art does for us. Absolutely, our art inspires us. It motivates us. It gives us things to turn to and draw from. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you slowly strip those things away from us, you strip away, again, the motivations, the paths, the things we turn to. That's why art in general in culture is very important. Absolutely. Extremely important. And that's why you see other cultures fight tooth and nail for their art. Mm-hmm. They will fight to the end for their art to preserve it. You know, if we don't do that, they're not there. We'll take it from us. Right. So, oh, so. I just saw um, <laughs> you said that and it made me think of um, I watched a show on uh, Netflix called The Home Edit mm. and they went to see Lauren Conrad and her cook's uh, business partner. Y'all know Lauren Conrad. She's from uh, Laguna Beach. Okay. Uh, so they go out and buy like stuff made by um, you know, Mexican women or African women, they like come bring it back here and they sell it for like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all can't make your own shit. No, <laughs> no, they can't because it's easier to just go find someone else's and we can afford to do it. Right. That's that's the thing. That's that's what it goes back to again. It, it's, you know, it takes. They, I just feel like maybe I get so. Like maybe I get mad over little things. I, I, it made me mad, but no, I just feel like they. You're totally justified. People will take stuff, <laughs> and they try to make it seem like, oh, what I'm doing is helping. I'm helping, but you're not helping. It's not. You're stealing. <laughs> right. Uh, like you're actively making it worse, and the worse it gets the less people know what's going on, which is total bullshit. Kenny, what you looking at, man? <laughs> because you look. No, because, again, it, it just takes me back to, like, every time I think of this situation, again, y'all know I'm a big Star Trek fan. Mm. It takes me back to the Borg. And when the Borg show up, if you ever get a chance, just Google it, you know. Mm-hmm. 
they're a race of machines and their whole being, their whole purpose is to go around and just straight take, assimilate, take entire cultures and civilizations mm. and just make it their own. It's a part of them now. Right. They are powerful. You can't fight them. You can't deal with them. There's no reasoning with them. Like when they show up, their whole goal, they're going to take your whole civilization mm. and make it theirs. They don't care about you. So when they show up, this is what they say. We are the Borg. Your biological and technological distinctiveness will be added to our own. Existence mm. is futile. Futile. And every time I like it really, I, I really feel like whoever created them in that character, this is what they were thinking about. Yeah. Is this classic um Star Trek or uh, next generation? Okay. We start next generation. This like, sounds like this sounds this like white like people. Yeah. Think about and then you know, again, if you go back to I, I was watching a video on this a couple of weeks ago. The British Empire had literally I was, conquered, I think it was almost I was, 80% of the I was about the world to say at one point. Yeah. 80% of all the cultures in the world they had conquered all mm-hmm. over the world. Till this day, we still see the effects of their rule in other parts of the world. Absolutely. I was thinking about like like India has huge issues from British rule. Mm-hmm. They messed their borders up. They have a civil war with Pakistan and stuff like that. Why? Because British took them over, and when they left, they messed the border up in between India and Pakistan. Yep. It's their fault. Left that cut those countries in shambles over the border they made. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that has happened all over the world because of them. We look at, right. look at the Caribbean countries. They had to fight tooth and nail for their independence. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like literally. Literally, like a few countries, like just got their independence. Yeah, for real. Like in the in the scream of countries, like it, it felt like right. Was like right, like so. Mm-hmm. It's like this is what they do. They went around and straight assimilated the world and took everything biological, cultural, tech distinctiveness mm-hmm. will be added to our own. Right, committed mass genocide. Yeah, either get and, down or lay down. And mass mass doesn't even describe it. Yeah. Let's not talk about the true story of Thanksgiving. Okay. <sighs> Slavery. Or how they took Hawaii. Mm. Like all, I mean, yeah, like literally. This road around. I was watching the um the history of, like the Philippines and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that part of the world. This straight ran over there like this us right now. Y'all which, who y'all? Like it was literally like this We're us. From this here. Us, we take this. We're it's from here. We were born change. here. We it's lived here. Trying to change history, and because they don't want people to know how fucked up they really are. Literally. <sighs> well, you know what the sad thing is? Like, as they're trying to like erase history, like people are people are finding this out, like because like there are people out there that's finding this out because they're trying to erase. It. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Like, talk to people from other parts of the world, right? And what they learn about American history, they learn a lot more of the truth because it's not censored like it is here. Mm-hmm. So talk like I was talking. Who was it? like someone from like, what was it? Was it like Turkey or somewhere? And when they talk about American history, like they know a lot more of the details than Americans do about our own history. Mm-hmm. 
learned a lot from my history teacher. I mean, it wasn't in the syllabus, but he definitely taught us a lot, especially about Martin Luther King. But we mm. that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. yeah. But if you think about it, I mean, I spent time around teachers in schools. Mm-hmm. We 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 think teachers really are the authorities on a lot of this education. They're mm-hmm. not, y'all. They're just they're they're regurgitating what they were taught too. Right. That's why I never really, I never really learned anything from school. Everything I learned, I learned at home. My parents, right, they throwing the black, especially about blackness. Oh, right, and yeah. especially with like learning how to function because school doesn't teach you how to function. They teach you how to stay in line. Yeah, because that's the culture here. Is stay in line. And that's like we were just talking about the other day. Like people really need to learn how banking really works. Like back in the day, you know, they used to teach you how to write a check and all mm-hmm. of that fun stuff, how to balance a checkbook. And now they don't teach you that. And people just really don't understand how banking works. Right. No. Like a lot of systems. We're not taught systems. Right. And Especially in this, it's culture, del- in this country. It's definitely deliberate. Yeah, yeah. Why is it? I I know the Pythagorean theorem, but it took me a long time to learn about credit. Right. Why don't I? Why do I know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? But I don't know how. Like I don't know how to go to the bank and ask for a loan. Yeah, that's embarrassing that you just said that about credit because I ain't gonna hold you. I just really learned how credit really works last year. I mean, yeah, I, I spent, I, I, sp- I really feel like I spent the majority of my 20s learning about credit, taking L's, coming out of them, mm-hmm. learning through practice, really. Like, mm-hmm. there was no course I had to learn on the fly. Oh, damn, I did that. Oh, that messed my credit up. Oh, dang, I ain't even know. Oh, I did this. I messed my credit up. Oh, I ain't even know. Like, so I'm learning stuff after the fact, after my credit already jacked up. Like, right. no one taught. So that's how we have to learn. That's, that's how we end up learning stuff. Through trial and error. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just throw you all to the wolves here, go live. And you're just figuring it out as you go along. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you all the elements of the um, periodic table, though. Right. Hydrogen. I, you, I used to know. I think I got all of them. Yeah. Sheesh. I can tell you every state capital. Right. I can no teach you how to make grape soda out of a glove. Yeah. I can tell you. Uh, I think I used to be able to get you every zip code in the country. Mm. And if I don't know the exact one, if you give me the first three digits, I can tell you what state it's in. Like nine four zero. That's Cali somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. my that's that's my old. See, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like nine oh eight. Nine oh eight. Oh man, it's West Coast. Them. It's West Coast. Um, nope, it's not. It's not. Where is it? It's New Jersey. Nine. Nine oh eight. Are you sure? Yeah, that was my. That's my area code. <laughs> that's a new one. And then six oh six. Really hold slim. Oh no 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 no. Zip code, not area code. Oh, I thought you said area uh, code. Zip That's code. 606. Oh, okay. Yeah, 606. 606 zip code? Yeah. That's the first three digits. And it's going to be funny when you actually hear what oh, how I know this. 606 has got to be like... That's not... That's script. Is that northern... Is that like, it's not like Idaho, no. Where is it? So, Scruff, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 6065. Like, 
I knew it was somewhere northern. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I but, got one. That's done. Damn it. All right. So are we going here now? All right. Uh, zero, <laughs> zero, four, four, zero, one. Zero, four, four, zero, one. Mm-hmm. I might that's have an idea. That's definitely New England, isn't it? Ooh, you close. Was, well, you was in New England, but um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Zero. I have, I have a guess. I have a guess, but I don't nah, know. Zero four four. Zero four four. Is that Connecticut somewhere? Maine. Maine. Okay. Oh. I, didn't, I was gonna say Delaware because of the zero. Zero eight eight five four. Go. Fulton. If you think about it, 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 the zip codes went with the expansion of the country. So that's why the, the lower numbers start up, up top. I didn't mm-hmm. think they main had that many zip codes. So, yeah. So that's, if you, right. I literally, that's what I'm saying. Like, we, why do I know stuff like that off the top of the head? Right. But I couldn't get to, like I said, banking. Right. I don't know how to take out a loan. I don't know how to apply for a loan. I don't know how to, uh, like, write a grant letter. These are these are things that would absolutely benefit the black community right now. Yeah, and then it's and if I learn and if we learned it in school, there would be more money in the black community. See, here's my thing, and this is where I'm always going to be torn. We depend too much on school to teach us a lot of things, right? And you're not going to learn it. School's only supposed to teach you the basics. Everything else that you want to learn, your parents can teach you that. But they right. don't. Some people don't. But the parents should be teaching you this stuff at home. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem when you don't have parents. Mm. Well, and, and, that, and that goes back to systems. But right. school has always taught you just the, the bare minimum. They never yeah. went above and beyond. Right. Yeah. Like but, when when uh, when someone like uh, when someone says like Oh, why can't you just ask ask for a loan from your parents? Like, not everybody can do that. No. Well, again, go back to generations. Mm-hmm. Our parents were less educated than we were. Right. Parents before us were less educated, things like that. Like, mm-hmm. we're exposed to more information as time and time is going on, technology and things like that. Right. But also, too, now the other systems come into play. Hey. Well, how many? What is it? One every every four black men has been in jail at some point in life or something like that. Okay, there goes dad. He in jail. He locked up. Um, the mom's holding it down. What's the workforce look like? It may, it may be hard for her to educate because she's trying to she's trying to make it happen. Right. You may not even have time to sit down and educate and teach. You right. know. But then also too, how do you educate and teach someone what you don't know? Mm. Like I, said, I know for my my see my family around me, my family here they ain't know that. They know that stuff either. So they couldn't right. teach me nothing because they didn't even know themselves. So that's why I was like, when we talk about like these generational curses, these generational cycles and stuff like mm-hmm. that, they are real. And that's the problem with them because it takes somebody to have to step away from that to learn and now you can change the cycle. But right. okay, just real quick. I used, to re- I used to work this program in DC. The whole goal was to relocate families out of shelters. Mm-hmm. I remember when I took the job, I didn't, I didn't ha- had no idea how deep that rabbit hole went. Whereas, think about mom, daughter, baby daughter, all grew up in shelters. Mm-hmm. Three generations grew up and lived in a shelter. 
We're talking 30 years in a shelter. What do you think we're fighting against? Some people had never had a job. Think about living your whole life on government assistance. Now, your daughter has lived her whole life on government assistance. And now you have a baby that's about to go through that same cycle. Mm -hmm. They've never had any concept of money management. How do you have money management when you don't have money? You've never been in that situation before. And I'm going to tell you what the city did. The city wanted the property that they lived in. They tore down the shelters, right? So their whole program, their whole plan was to take the families of the shelters, relocate them. But we're not going to put them in another shelter. We'll put them in a house or a townhouse. They build them the, the really nice townhouses like they're doing the, all the projects. Yes. Mm-hmm. They paid for them to move. They paid for them to furnish and everything because they wanted them out so bad because that property was worth so much money. But here's what they told these people. Mm-hmm. We're going to move you out. It's going to be great. And in two years, you're going to be able to afford that place. How do you afford something you've never had a job before? Right. How do you go from getting government assistance to trying to pay a mortgage of almost $2,000 a month? Mm-hmm. At the time, I could, I had a job. Right. I had a good job and I couldn't afford the places they were living in. Right. I wonder if it's, I, I don't know. I, I still think it's like, you need one person in that family to break the curse. Right. And then on top of that, there's already so much gentrification that's happening that you think you'll be able to afford it. And then the prices go up. So again, you're going to tell somebody two years, I'm going to educate you. Not only just educate you. Now you have to go live and learn and apply. Again, Yendi, quick question. How long did it take you to really feel like you got a mastery on your finances? It took a long time. Really? Mm. Like how many years would you think? I'm still struggling. (laughs) And I'm 38. I I give really me, I say about 15 years. Mm. And that is with good money, Mm. good jobs, taking my lumps and having help. Right. And you're going to tell somebody two years, think of, you've never had a job before. You've never had to handle any type of money. You have, you know, nothing about these systems out here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you two years and you're supposed to be a master at this. That is a classic recipe for failure. Right. I wouldn't have been able to do it even if you handed it to me. I wouldn't have been able to do it at that point. With right. Everything I knew. But I think that's what they, I think that's what they count on. Exactly. They count on me not knowing what I have. And then once I actually realize a little bit of, or once I actually start to realize, oh, hey, maybe, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do that. And even when I start to get to that point, everything gets stripped from me. You've already been kicked out by then. Right. Now you're back at square one somewhere else. Right. No, it's not even square one. It's square negative like 50. But that's what I'm saying. I always have a hard time looking at it from other people's perspectives, to be honest with you, because it's like, I just don't understand how 
do you get stuck in this? But then again, I can't say that because there are people that my mom grew up with that chose to be stuck in this situation where she chose to go in a different direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just I just don't understand though. It's like, why are you content with being well, this way? Well, think about it. Personally, think- I feel like to get on any type of government assistance, they gotta be too much in your business. Right. But I don't want it. Think of, no, 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 because I think we, we take for granted options. Think about when you've never been given options before. Mm-hmm. You when don't you... know the other side. Right. You don't know. You have no idea. It's it's like um you see this all the time in like like movies, like you have no idea what's over there. So you live here. We we've seen it. We have some people who've never left the hood before. Right. We used to take kids, DC. You, you know, DC is not a big city. It's really not that big. Mm-hmm. We used to take the kids. We had a program. We would take them from Southeast DC. And one of the tours we would do, we would do a field trip. And all we would do was put them in a the bus, drive over the river, and go to the monuments. Mm-hmm. Maybe a 10 minute drive. And these teenagers had never been over there before. Right. They, they could, you could walk. They could have walked. Mm-hmm. And they'd never been over that side of the city before. So they would get over there and they would be amazed. Yo, you see that over there? Yo, that's crazy. It was a whole new world for them. Mm-hmm. But if nobody had taken them over there, they would have never been over there. Literally. That's crazy. Maybe they would have found their way. Maybe, But now you're giving them the chance and hope. Right. But like, we, we, we just assume that people know better, that people get the same level of access, that people get the same level of information. They don't sometimes. Yeah. And they get stuck in this. Like I said, generations and generations and generations, the same thing. Mm. So I know mm-hmm. we just took this pod to a totally different level. I didn't think we were going to go. Um, it's well past time, but there's just, just so much here, y'all. Like, yeah. And that's why we're saying, I think, I, I know the three of us, like, Educating yourself is so important. Absolutely. If you hear something, I think one of the best things you can do is if you're, if you hear something different, if you see something different, Google it. I do all the time. Right. Same here. I think it starts there with, with education. Google, the, the, go, go, go look at it. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm telling you, I learned how to make grape soda from a latex glove. Yep. I never took chemistry in my life, but I watched now right on YouTube. Mm. Yeah, I think the one the one thing we do have now is information at our fingertips, literally in our phones and stuff. Right. That you have access to go look at something. So I think the biggest crime is not to make the effort. Right. Oh, it's the biggest crime is ignorance. But that's what I'm saying. But like, mm. again. I think I think we're at a point now where most people are like, like I said, they're on social media at least. Mm-hmm. You seeing stuff on TikTok, you seeing stuff where like it's like you saw again, you saw that whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Go down the rabbit hole, go right. Google search that's it. Go look it up. Don't just keep scrolling and like, oh, that's some bull. No, go look it up and you might get educated on something. Right. It might open up your eyes to a totally different path that you can go down. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we have to do to start educating ourselves about some of this stuff. And also, it's to thank my parents for forcing me to read the book about Asada Shakur as a child. Mm-hmm. Because why are you making the eight-year-old read it? 
Makes sense now today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I know we're running late on time. Let's um. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I even forgot to write down something about that, the currency. That's a, that's that's good because there's so many. There's so right. many. But I think let's let's just skip that. I think we I think we ran a good time. Um. Yeah. So y'all remember Community Coalition Show brought to you by the Blast World Media Network. Um. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn more, if you want to check out some of these things, these have these difficult conversations and check out all the other shows and stuff, check out the, the network, blastworldmedia.com. Right. And if you're um, into love, wow, check out check out Black Men Love. Where did oh, the book come from? Where did, where did it come from? Where did it come from? Where did it come from? You just pulled it out from nowhere. You just pulled it out of nowhere. Bro, I got it sitting right here. You don't think I you don't think I flash this book every time someone talks to me on Zoom? <laughs> That's how you do the hey, what's your name? By the way, like, how are you doing today? Do you take a lot of Zoom oh, calls? Like, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's <laughs> late. I'm busy working. Right. Like, yeah. like I I don't know how this really just like goes to. Wow. No, like, <laughs> I just got a new job. Like, <laughs> so you got a new job? Yeah. Hey, shouts, shouts. You. Your, your personal assistant. You didn't know. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> what, hey, what's your? By the way, tell me your pay. You know what I'm saying? Thirty-two dollars an hour. <laughs> I'm not getting paid two. I know my, I know my worth, but you absolutely I'll do. I'll give y'all a discount because mm. I want to quit myself. And guess what? That's that's the discount. <laughs> y'all y'all can give me like 16 for now and start up till you get on your feet and then like a week or <laughs> benefits and vacation time right i mean oh I, president, I, president burke went way up once this book came out let me tell you <laughs> see, see i appreciate y'all um but i ain't got it mm. Hey, got it. I keep telling you, I volunteer for like three weeks, and then you gotta pay me. Mm. <laughs> that don't even sound. That's not. That's no. That don't even sound good. Like, right? You're expensive, and that's that's not even. Yeah. You know, like, hey, l- guess what? Life is expensive. I'm expensive. Exactly. Inflation gone up. I'm <laughs> as, the price of the bricks going up, as you should be. Right. Um, you know, pay just, me like. Around, you could <laughs> ask for money for your appearance. Right, so pay me my worth, and I'll show right. up. Um, I feel like, a, I feel like am I being attacked right now? I feel like I'm being no, attacked. you're not being attacked. I'm t- I'm attacking. No, I know. I'm just I'm, saying, like you know, pay me my worth. People want you to talk about your book. Pay me now. The book is right. The book is selling. I'm working. Right. I mean, I, I what's my name? David Two K. I mean, I, I do get paid for my. Uh, at one but... point, I did forget what your name was because you always got Two K, and I was like, "What's his last name?" <laughs> 2k and guess what my appearance fee is that is not your last <laughs> name <laughs> hey for you all intenses for for all this it's 2k it's and 2K. guess what my appearance fee is 2k you know what i'm going to bed y'all, <laughs> y'all pay me pay me my worth okay <laughs> on that note y'all we will be back next week yeah you see what i gotta deal with y'all and do it. Try to pat my pockets. Um, but not your pockets. Hey, we we are business partners, so you're in. You're in there. Yeah. It's 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 the masses that got to pay that two you know, 
I was going to say something, but I'm not going to put you on blast. I'm going to let you be on cloud nine right now. <laughs> David? Yes. Okay, good. Let, 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 him, let him do his thing. Let him do it. Let him, let him talk his shit. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I was going to ask you if you got 2K the other day when you was on a podcast. <laughs> David's been showing his face lately. His face. Uh, They've been popping up places. Right. So, I mean, where am I going? Like, I mean, I'm going to the moon, but also okay, okay. You know what? I'm done, y'all. Y'all have a good. One. We out. Peace, peace. Black Squirrel Media Network. Come to Black Squirrel.